Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Happy Wednesday, listeners. It is Tom and Travis back here again with the, with the podcast. Um, before we dive into Matthew um, 16, Matthew 17, and Matthew 20, um, we need to get our wordle, our God's wordle out of the way for today. So we are sitting at a five-letter word that starts with S and has a fourth letter of an A. And so Travis has three more guesses here to see if he can figure out this biblical person, place, or thing. It's going to use some of the letters that I know that are not in there, but I'm going to test. I'm going to test at least one. Okay. So I'm going to go with sheer, and it's a good engineering word, so I feel like it's... it's so S-H-E-E? Uh, nope. Oh, I can... E- a R O. Yeah, going with the. I'm R. trying to keep the the S and the A in there. So okay, well, so, of course the S is in the right spot. Yeah, and the A is in the right spot. There is no H, man, or E, or R. Better luck on Thursday. I yes. Guess. So we're still sitting at man. S for the first letter, and A is the fourth letter. And again, some of you listeners might go, "I know what it is. I know I what know. it is." But it's hard when you're sitting here doing it. In the studio. In advance. And you're being, and you're being recorded. <laughs> Do I get right? to phone a friend? Is that... Uh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, it is Wednesday. And typically, Wednesday is our like Christian community day, where our guests share a little bit about where they find Christian community. And so, Travis, where, where do you find Christian community? Um, I, would, I just wanted to highlight, um, uh, it's actually one that's been fairly longstanding is a uh, group of guys that get together that's from been from way back um we, we have the title of what's on tap um but it's just uh, a group of yeah it's it, the group has changed a little bit not not a ton over the years but um essentially four guys um some that are um some that are members some that were past members um and then we've had every now and then people just kind of come in or come out and kind of visit and that sort of thing but uh mo there is you know we're it we're, you know, a bunch of guys that are just uh, kind of doing life, uh, usually just initially trying to um, shake off the shake off the week a little bit. So you usually get together on Thursdays, so you're kind of getting close to the end of your week, sharing a few good craft beers or, um, or that sort of thing. And um, one of the common things has been um, trying to, at the end of the night, just um, pray over each other, lift up... Um, what's, what's going on in our lives. And that's sometimes it's a little bit, you know, for guys can be a little bit of a, um, we're not always good at it. And so, uh, whether you can say having a couple of beers makes it easier for you to just, <laughs> um, be a little more vulnerable, but, uh, at the same point, uh, cause, uh, spent some time with these guys, it's, uh, there's, there's a depth there that starts to develop and a trust that, uh, cool. Yeah, it just makes it really good whether we have conversations about uh, what we think God is doing in our lives, things that are tough. Um, and, you know, some sometimes it's, you know, very surfacey and not terribly deep stuff. Uh, and there's not a lot going on. And then other times we've had it where it's just, you know, um, stuff that's going on and people are mm-hmm. kind of pouring out their sure. guts a little bit. And it's a safe place to do it. Uh, and, and we, you know, hold each other up in prayer. Sure. 
um, outside of that as well. So it's just, yeah, just been, been really good. You do this once a week? Uh, every other. Every other week on a Thursday night. Yep. Cool. And yeah, I, we always, we haven't had people too much join us, but uh, maybe there's somebody who's listening who's like, hey, that's, that kind of sounds like my jam. And right. um, we're, we're not against, I, for the most part, we're not against anybody coming and hanging out. Right. You know. So we're, we're not in this Christian life, like um, doing it solo. Okay, no. we need right, and so I love the fact that you have that you're surrounded on every other Thursday night by three other guys who are yep. still trying. All four of you are trying to live for the Lord, and yeah. hey, there's struggles along the way. You can share them. There's joys along the way. You can share them. Yep. And just just good friendship and good Christian friendship and yes, challenge and encouragement and yep. I'm guessing so cool. Yes, definitely very cool. That's a, that's a it's, it's a me. Yeah, we obviously get Christian fellowship when we come to Victory Point on Sunday mornings, right? But yes. here's a, here's a, a, a during the week thing where you all where you experience it. Yeah, it's always it's a little weird because you have the you know there's a element of having a beer or two with mm-hmm. <laughs> with something. But again, I think it's one of those things where you know when we're uh, when we're getting together, and again, this is kind of guys, but it's when we're getting together and just um, spending that time. It's uh, I think it's important, and it's um, it's definitely been. Um, a light, you know, I lead a lot of things. And so it's, I, I think sometimes it makes it easier when some of these things are a light lift, um, that it's not, you know, it's not just another thing to go to. You're actually just enjoying time with, um, with people. And it's, I don't know, it doesn't, it doesn't have a much, it doesn't have a heavy burden to yeah. it. Cool. So. Nice. Well, thank you for sharing. Yeah. That's great. Um, we're jumping around a little bit today. Yes, we are going to be in Matthew 20, where Jesus is going to predict his, his death, but we're going to also just go back a little bit into Matthew 16 and also in Matthew 17, where he does the exact same thing. So I'll read um, um, these three passages. First of all, from Matthew 16, 21 to 23, uh, it says, From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. But of course, Peter, right, took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said, this shall never happen to you. And Jesus turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. And then in the next chapter, Matthew 17, he does the same thing. And in 22 and 23, he says, When they came together in Galilee, he said to them, The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men, and they will kill him. And on the third day, he will be raised to life. And the disciples were filled with grief. And then in the chapter we're hanging out in all week, Matthew 20, he does the same thing for a third time, starting with 17. Now Jesus was going up to Jerusalem. And on the way, he took the twelve aside, and he said to them, We are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered over to the chief priests and the teachers of the law. They will, be, they will condemn him to death and will hand him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and flogged and crucified. On the third day, he will be raised to life. All right, Travis. So three very similar passages. They're not very long, each one of them. But what kind of um, stuck out to you? Um, so the, the pattern of three is, is kind of interesting, which it, yeah, thanks. I don't know if that was Kevin. Kevin probably wrote these or lined these up or is that not the case? I believe he did. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks Kevin. That kind of you know, <laughs> probably tip, tipped it off a little bit. Yes. And, and I hadn't, I don't know that I necessarily saw that 
pattern uh, outside of reading these separately. So that, um, and even for like Peter, man, that guy, that guy should have had three like tattooed on his chest because it's <laughs> oh, I see where you're going with that. <laughs> oh yeah, because it's just, I mean, there's so much. Uh, so many things that come came in three for him, but, uh, it's, it's interesting, um, you know, that they, the disciples heard this three times and then, you know, they're, I think they're still taken off or, you know, they're off guard when Jesus actually, this actually all happens, uh, as far as Jesus, you know, getting crucified and like he told them, like they didn't necessarily want to hear it. Like first First off, Peter is like rebuking him, you know, and which I had to ask the question, like, I'd always thought that Jesus was calling Peter Satan, like, and reading it some more, it's like, no, I don't, I sort of kind of go, I, I don't know that, you know, Peter is almost like being used by Satan, which to, to say this kind of stuff or just to like rebuke, um, cause uh, yeah, it, it just seemed to me like. You know, Peter had his own agenda, but I think um, those strong of words coming out of Jesus to like, um, and, and it also shows that Jesus was vulnerable to like, I mean, the temptation was real, sure. like, of like, don't, you know, you don't need to go through this. So like, you could, you could do something else. So it was just interesting to see that, um, that interchange. And then, so that was the first introduction. I'm sure like everybody's kind of like, oh, what in the world did Jesus just say? Like, we're here to, you know, build this earthly kingdom. And then, you know, you get this the second time where they're feel, filled with grief, like, oh man, why couldn't you just stop saying this stuff? Like, you know, we're going to build this cool earthly kingdom and you're going to be king and everything else. And then, you know, the last time in, in Matthew 20, like there's no reaction or at least none recorded. Right. And so it's like, I don't know if they just gave up or if this is one of the things where they're just like, okay, Jesus is going off again, <laughs> right. you know, but it, it is interesting, like, um, in these patterns and, and maybe that's even a reflection too in life. Like when we start seeing different patterns, um, to be, a pay, to be paying attention, being aware of that the spirit may be trying to say something. You know, like in this case, Jesus is making it very clear, like this is going to happen. I'm doing this thing and and it's going to revolutionize, revolutionize the world. It's going to change everything. Yeah. Um, But not, they're not paying attention or not receiving it. Right. So. It's interesting. You know, you mentioned the three times and, you know, here we are in 2023 looking back on this story and we're like, Jesus told them three times what was going to happen. And so why didn't they get it when it actually happened? They were like, wow, what's, go- what's, what's going on? And that made me think, well, um, how many times has Jesus said things to me yeah. <laughs> in his word? And I still don't get it either. Yes. You know, I know last week um, in our Bible reading plan that, you know, the Matthew 18 principle, like if somebody has sinned against you, you know, the first step you should do is you, you should go just one-on-one and go talk with that person. Well, how many times has Tom... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Gone and talked behind that person's back and complained. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I've heard that passage how many times? Yep. Jesus has said that to my in my into my life how many times? I still don't get it. Yeah. You know? It's just and so I, I have a little more uh, I guess grace for the disciples because yep. when I look at myself I'm going, well, I, I kinda do the same thing. And how you many know? testimonies do you hear people saying, you know, you just got you know, God was, you know, beating my head against the wall, trying to get my attention or the spirit was. And it's like, right. no, I'm not listening. It's like, I know you, you, you go, how many, they probably got more than three chances where right. the spirit was trying to, to speak, but right. Uh, um, yeah. 
And another thing, um, verse, and this is from Matthew 16, um, verse 23, after he says, get behind me, Satan, uh, he does say, you know, he, you don't have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. And that yeah. just made me think of like, you know, how many times do I have my own concerns as a priority and, and, and kind of don't think about what, what, what is God concerned about in this situation, yes. right? Um, like if Peter only knew, like, like what he was trying to get Jesus not to do, if Peter only knew that, no, Jesus needs to die for you, Peter, and Jesus does need to like be crucified for you and to die and to go to hell and to come back to life for you. But, I mean, this has to happen, yes. you know, but he had no clue. You know, he wasn't putting the pieces together yet. And yeah, and anyway, just the whole idea of the concerns of God versus my concerns that, that kind of stood out to me too in this passage. Well, and you, that's why I enjoyed, sorry, shame, shameless plug for The Chosen. Now, we haven't watched the new season, so don't, don't try and, don't give me the spoilers for that. <laughs> but, but it is interesting, the character of, of Peter and that too, just like there's some, I, I like how they build that character in this case too, like um, just seeing the, I don't know, just a strong, forceful person. And I'm, I'm on my mission and I'm going to, I'm stronger than Jesus. I'm going to protect Jesus, right. you know? And it's just like, it's like, oh yeah, this is, this is that Peter kind of thing. And it's just interesting to see, um, yeah, see how that, how that plays out and just, I don't know, have more of a, a, a relatable feel to it where, right. you, I don't know, you can read these. And then when you, for me, sometimes when you see it in film, it's just like, oh, okay, I, I didn't think about it that way. I want you to have to put it together. But, right. um, yeah, just that they were, they were very much focused on that there's something more going on, which, again, leads into the next, we'll, yeah, what, what we talk about coming up in one of the right. other, the next passages. Right. So. Yeah, and so here we are. Um, it's Wednesday, kind of like our hump day of the week, right? We're kind of halfway through our, our work week here. And so um, I guess our challenge, as, as Travis and I talked here you know, over these last couple minutes here, I, I guess our challenge that we would love to leave with you is um, that whole idea of, of the concerns of God versus like our own personal concerns. And I guess we challenge ourselves as um, – as, as we're speaking into the microphones and we challenge you, you know, as listeners to, to just think about that. Okay. Like w- what does God want of this situation that I'm in? What, what does God want with these people that I'm dealing with? What, 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 what are God's concerns in this situation mm. instead of our own yes. concerns? It's about, that just gives us a, a, a much better perspective, obviously. Yep. A new so, lens. A new lens. Love it. All right. So blessings on your Thursday. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.